Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from Hindle's homemade holistic habitat of homicidal double helixes, <laughs> we present a wheezing groaning sound, which we believe to be the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. My name is John Rain, and joining me here on Devaloka to compare our snakes is Paul Litchfield <laughs> and Tom Neenan. Hello! So don't be on your Todd. Or wait, <laughs> or wait until tomorrow. To show us your box so we can take a good look at your Aris. <laughs> yes! It's Kinder! 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 Kinder. Kinder. Yeah. Kinder egg. <laughs> I just said, well, yeah, my son came in and saw me watching this and he said, What's this? I said, It's Kinder. And he went, Kinder egg? <laughs> You're yes, like, yes. A Doctor Who story about a Kinder Egg, which is probably a new Who. Um, uh, <laughs> a Kinder Egg surprising, so it's not yeah. that. Yeah. Three in one, that's not possible. That's <laughs> what John Nathan Turner used to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, so we, 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 we open on Devaloka. Oh, hang on. Are uh, we not, not going to find out what, what else was on? Oh, suck it. So that's got the hang of it. Right. I'll just do that again. Okay. But. Why would you want to watch anything else <laughs> that evening when you could be... No, I've done it wrong, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> this oh. all stays in, by the way. This yeah. all okay. has to all stay right. in. All right, all right, all right. But Paul. <gasps> yes. What could you have been watching while Kinder was on? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> First time ever, I don't do it. Okay, well... Yes, um, it, it's Monday the 1st of February, 19... Monday. Yeah, mon- Monday. 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 Oh, um, anyway. great. Great um, Doctor if, Who Day Monday. Yes, is. if you were watching uh, BBC One, then at 10am you had you and me. Oh. Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo Dibs. <laughs> A series for four to five-year-olds and adults watching them. Oh, Christ. that's weird. Kitty <laughs> stare. Yeah. <laughs> Channel 4's Channel 4's Kitty stare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at 1 p.m. it was Pebble Mill at one. Mm. Danny McLeod and Marion Foster present a lively show from the Pebble Mill foyer. And in Travel Wise, Peter Purvis asks, "Is it wise to go camping in Snowdonia?" <laughs> Who knows? Well, he was a doctor's assistant. They should know. Yeah. He'd be all right, wouldn't he? He'd yeah, be all right. Fine. 3 p.m., Delia Smith's cookery course. Oh. Delia gives you 30 minutes of rice. Let's be having you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be having you. 30, 30 minutes, minutes of rice. rice. That's going to be overdone. 
God, blimey. It's going to be all mushy if it's 30 minutes. Yeah, it'll be awful. Oh, yeah, so never, re- never reheat rice, ladies and gentlemen, because you can die. <laughs> oh, goodness. Apparently. Oh, I, do, I do it all the time. Um, 20 to 5 was Playhouse. Oh. The tiny toy princess behaves badly, so she is punished. Blimey. <laughs> okay, okay, mm. fine, fine. <laughs> oh, dear me. 6 p.m. I was expecting the 6 p.m. news, but it was nationwide. Frank Boff, Sue Lawley, Hugh Scully and Sue Cook bring you the issues that matter in London and occasionally the South East. So Sue Cook didn't pull out. That's good. There's a lot of of issues with the presenters there. There are, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Frank Boff, RIP, who obviously got caught in a den. Mm -hmm. And then um, Sue Cook, who's now a rabid... Anti-masker. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? Mm. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Well, after Nationwide, at five to seven was Doctor Who. Mm. Kinder Part One. There is blurb, and mm. it, if you obviously without any context, you're going. I'm sorry, what? It just says, "What is the significance of wind chimes?" <laughs> <laughs> Good question. That's it. I, mm. I don't think you find out having watched Kinder. I'll be no, honest. No, no you, you do not at all. No. no. Um, and then there was a bit of. And then at tw- uh, nine twenty-five, last the summer wine. Yes, yes last the summer wine, which I always thought was on a Sundays, but I'm not But there you go, last the summer it's wine. Very, it feels very Sunday, doesn't it? Mm. Doesn't it? Oh no, yeah. definitely. When last the summer wine theme came on, that was like, oh, it's time for. This 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 was the series where um, Peter Salis had his original companions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Linda Lasardi. Yeah. yeah, and Charlie Drake. It was amazing. <laughs> It says oh. here in the blurb, Compo reveals an unnatural desire to have his photo taken in Nora Batty's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> an Jesus. unnatural desire. God, How wow. many episodes did they churn out? I would also contend that um, the, the Last of Summer Wine theme is the most depressing uh, TV theme tune. Yeah. Yes. No, no definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. It's the um, sound of dying, isn't it? It's the, it's the yeah. sound of coming to the end of your life. <laughs> at least the World at War had like changes in it. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically someone behind a window talking to you and you can't hear them. And all they're mouthing is... It's the adults wah, in wah, Snoopy. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, 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 it is. is. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, um, five it's to ten was... a suicide note, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Read it, Charlie Brown. Okay, it goes... Wah, wah, wah. God, she was really depressed. Gunshots. Anyway, five to ten was police, which I think mm. we've talked about one, one of these episodes before. Um, it says here, in a hotel, a body is found at the bottom of the stairs. The CID are called in. The investigation is hampered when everyone starts drinking heavily. CID <laughs> 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 turn off and head for the bar yeah. immediately. Well, I think we should have three double vodkas. Yeah. Right. Oh, dearie me. Um, and then at 10 past uh, 11, you add, I don't know what the hell this is, Big Jim and the Figaro Club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a whiff of danger from kith and kin during the Cold War. What? Raucous and anarchic, Big Jim stems the advancing tide of despair over the state of television comedy. What the fuck is Big Jim in the Figaro Club? No idea. It's going to be on GB News soon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're watching BBC Two, 10.35am was Speak for Yourself. Ooh. This episode, Neighbours. And it says, you can love them or you can loathe them. 
with Marina Sirtis and Bert Kwok. Hey! Hey! Marina Sirtis! I am sensing that you always cast as an oriental man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. This must have been just before Star Trek Next Gen. And Death Wish 3. Yeah. Wow. There you go. And at 11.25, after Speak for Yourself was Play It Safe... There seems to be a familiar trope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, exactly. Yeah. Hang on, mate. <laughs> Don't put your finger in there. God, this one's got a skin on it. You know, programs like that. Um, this one, play it safe. And unfortunately, the blurb does say this, and I'm so sorry, but I have to say it. A program that aims to prevent children having accidents with Jimmy Savile. Oh, oh God. Christ. Play it oh safe. Having God. accidents with Jimmy Savile or having yeah. accidents, comma, I, with Jimmy Savile? <laughs> I just, let's just yeah, cleanse our yeah, palate yeah, and move yeah. on. Yeah. 11.35 was right away. Barry Took shows us how to write a letter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was he the original Clippy? He would turn up when he tried to write, I can see you're trying to write a letter. Hello, I'm Barry Took. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone he taught turned up and in the opening titles of Points of View with those pencils danced around. <laughs> I tell you what, the, the theme tune to Points of View is that the teacher's suicide note, but like after they've gone through therapy and they're happier, because it's like, mm. blah, 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 Yeah, yeah. Blah, then it, blah, blah. Yeah, then it's a theme tune to Blankety Blank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, teacher's much better. Yeah. <laughs> she's a bit up and down. She did yeah. the, the lower low theme as well. Yes, miss. Yes, miss. We all know you went on holiday. Then stop doing duty free. Oh, come on. Oh, God, then you get the, the stripper dance. Miss. Miss, put them away. Yeah. Biology class ever. Um, uh, 6.25, you had Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith's favourite garden. And we spoke about him. Oh, no. We did, so, yeah. Yes, this is part four, bedding plants. Mm. And it says here, Jeffrey Smith really doesn't like alpine plants. Nevertheless, that's all he's got. (laughs) (laughs) Just half an hour of him going, oh, this fucking thing's awful. I'll put it there. Oh, this one's horrible. Oh, I hate hate this. I'll put a record on. (laughs) 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 At 7.30, you add the genuine article. And this week's episode is about forging coins. The illegal minting of money. John Fitzmaurice confronts counterfeiters in Dorset. Blimey. No, they don't endorse it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very nice. Very nice. (laughs) And at 8.30pm, you had (laughs) views. 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 And it just says this. This is amazing. This is just like, it's almost like Victoria Wood wrote this. Hmm. Richard Stilgo investigates the Wall Street crash. (laughs) (laughs) With the meaning of song. Richard Stilgo. Right, Wall um... Street crash. Get me Stilgo. (laughs) That needs it on Twitter. That would be next to a picture of uh, Alan Partridge reclining on a bed with his dictaphone, isn't it? Yes, (laughs) yes. It's absolutely amazing. And that's what we called Black Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. It's like the Nazi genocide. Orville investigates. <laughs> what? What's going on? Anyway, that was your j- cornucopia of joys on BBC One and BBC Two. Hey. Oh, Black Mac Fry, up to the sky. <laughs> yeah. sky. <laughs> uh, let's skip over that. Yeah, yep. so, <laughs> moving on, moving yeah. on. We open in media res. <laughs> 
<laughs> on Devaloka. Yeah. Planet Centre Parks, yeah. 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 Which, yeah. Which, yes, this is Centre Parks, essentially, mm. yeah. And we meet um, the uh, Hindle, who went on yes. to be uh, Brownlow in the bill. Yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of in a bit of a, you know, his jittery state. Yeah, he's very jittery. And very jittery. Um, so his commanding officer, Sanders, decides mm. to make him jump. Yeah. By putting on a mask and going, <laughs> also right from the get go, there's a lot of tension in that dome. Mm. There really there's is a lot of tension in this dome. And they've all got their own director's chairs with their names yeah. on, which I enjoy. that's <laughs> brilliant. Very good. Yeah. But basically, it turns out that there's lots of um, people who are going missing. Yeah. Uh, and but before we can kind of focus on what's happening there. Mm-hmm. We cut to the TARDIS. It's, it's yeah. already materialised. No... I've got that down here. Yeah. No TARDIS materialisation. No. Worst oh. story ever. Yeah. <laughs> and talking of which, Adric and Nissa mm-hmm. are playing um, checkers. What do we call the? What are the British called checkers? I can't remember. Drafts. 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 Yeah. They're playing drafts, and she's like, "Oh, I've got such a headache." Mm. And Adric's like, "Why have you got a headache?" <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Weird contract stuff. I can't be in the next two episodes. For some reason, something about them having too many companions and they can't be bothered to write them all out. (laughs) This is so lazy, isn't it? It's so lazy. lazy. Why don't you go and have a nap, Nissa, for this entire story? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, what she got? Space rickets? What's going on? No no idea. There's so much for people. I mean, you think about this episode, we'll get into it, but it's really just the Adric and and the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So. You could have had, oh, yeah. We'll get into it. Well, because like, because yeah, Nissa's, you know, Nissa and Tegan could have been possessed because they're just asleep for like ninety percent of it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. No, but the doctor emerges to have a look at her, hmm. and uh, he says, "Yeah, you better go and have a sleep." And then <laughs> and then Adric goes, "Oh, the sonic screwdriver is working again." He says, "Yes, I've made it into a delta wave form generator." That never gets used. No. So I don't know why we made a big deal of that. I was thinking that'll come back later. It no. doesn't at all. No. Just stuff to say, innit? So yeah. so, suddenly Nissa picks it up and goes, I'll take it with me to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're basically they're going to have to stay there while Nissa sleeps it off. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, why? Takes I don't a sonic know. screwdriver. It's the first time you see the TARDIS reverberating around. <laughs> so we cut from there to right. the... Um, the dome we were talking about earlier. Yes. And as we, as I mentioned, some of their members are disappearing. Four have gone, mm-hmm. leaving just three left. So you've got, you've got Sanders, who's played by uh, Richard Todd. Yes. Who's constantly furious. Yeah. <laughs> and there's an interesting fact I saw on the behind-the-scenes documentary. Mm. And again, it's. I, I'm sorry, Adric, if you're listening, but it's more, <laughs> more the cast taking the piss out of Adric. Because <laughs> apparently, he tried to give Richard Todd, the man who was in Dam Busters, yeah, acting advice. <laughs> oh boy! And apparently, it went down quite badly. I can oh, imagine. Oh my god! Oh god! Imagine that. So, suddenly, the makeup people have to remove the black eye on. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. it's ripped as well, isn't he? He's got a body on him. Which yeah. old Richard Todd. Oh, not yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not back Although when he does press-ups, his face immediately turns beetroot. Yeah. <laughs> Still, though. Yeah. yeah he's not, he's not young, but he does his press-ups. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they're, they're, there's only three of them left. There's Brownlow from The Bill, Richard Todd, and yeah. Neris Hughes. Yeah. So, Neris is very much the sort of um, Sweden in between the Norway and... Uh, other yes. invading um, countries trying to keep the peace with everyone. Mm. <laughs> Just, all yeah. right, all right, calm <laughs> it, calm she's, it down. She's basically a fjord escort. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Sorry, or Fjord Focus. They're nice. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's kind of like an old school officer, Sanders. Yeah, and he's in helmet. charge. Yeah, pith helmet and everything. Hindle mm-hmm. is his unhinged deputy, mm-hmm. yeah. and Todd's like the science officer. And uh, she um, doesn't see the kinder because Sanders has got a big bean in his bonnet about how it's the kinder that are responsible for everyone going missing. Bloody savages! Yeah, yeah. Savages. yes. She doesn't see them as a threat, but she kind mm-hmm. of like respects them. Yes. So meanwhile, we cut from there to the Doctor, Adric, and Tegan are walking through centre parks. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, they find, find and they find Superman's hanging basket. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They find they find Liberace's wind chimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and, I like I like the sound they make. It's really it's nice, isn't lovely. it? It's chromatic yeah. structure, Paul. Yeah, it says it. Oh, yeah. thank you. Mm. And uh, he's like, well, who built it? What's it for? Mm. We never really find out, Doctor. We don't really find out. <laughs> File that with your fucking Delta Wave 4 yeah. generator. <laughs> don't worry, there'll be a lot about a box that doesn't do anything. That'll yeah. be. <laughs> uh, so the Doctor and Adric walk deeper into the jungle. Yeah. And they find an automated total survival suit, <laughs> which looks like a, a toilet with legs. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a thought control portaloo, isn't it? Yeah, it, really it is. is. <laughs> it is. And, and I was thinking at this point, I wonder if James Cameron watched this when he was writing Avatar. <laughs> he was more into Arcturus from uh, Curse of Peladon. <laughs> also, I have to say, they've met Tegan has gone. Oh, I feel a bit lightheaded, and the doctor's like, mm. oh, "Okay, bye." And yeah. just, they just, the, the doctor has gives zero shits about his companions in this. Well, he's had two What's wrong with you, Nissa? Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. right, what's wrong with you, Tegan? Well, you stayed here on this alien planet we've just set foot on. Mm. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, so they, they wander up. And then um, they're playing with this total survival suit toilet. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, this is how it works. The person sits in here and these plastic crystals mm. uh, read their mind. Mm. So you'd probably need a sink operator for that, I'd imagine. Yeah. And um, <laughs> just as he's talking, Adric shuts the door and turns it on. <laughs> Classic Adric. And, it's, and, it, and, and it's then basically arms itself and points guns at them. And the doctor's like, you were fucking meddling again. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so meanwhile, Tegan is found by some natives while she's sleeping. So, yeah, so she's they, so, so, and they surround her with a harvest festival. Yeah, they do. They put an Interflora advert on her. Yeah, it's like they're playing Buckaroo. It's, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Say it with flowers. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you're asleep. Love yeah. the kinder. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the Doctor and Adric get frog-marched back to the dome by the machine Adric just activated. Yeah, yeah. well done, Adric. And then they arrive, and Sanders is obviously very suspicious of who they are and how they got there. Of course. Yeah. And so the Doctor just says, um, can we have some food? <laughs> and then so look, he says, look, old old man, we've just mm. got here, so I suggest you give us the benefit of the doubt. That's not how it works, Doctor. No, Ridley, not at all. You know, Ripley doesn't give the alien the benefit of the doubt that he's just turned up on her spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> and and then Sanders says, he sort of gives him a tour and says that the planet is paradise. Uh, mm. And that the ILF is friendly. And they're like, what's ILF? And he says, oh, intelligent life form. Just say that. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, they used to be. <laughs> and then Todd tells them mm. that the, the crew have gone missing and that the kinder may well have taken them. And the kinder, the kinder were friendly until they took hostages. And he's like, what hostages? Well, yeah, also, what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turned up on their fucking planet, took yeah. hostages. Now mm. you're all a bloody beastly people. 
yes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking furious. Yeah. One, they were having a pub quiz and you took the bloke who's got all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, meanwhile, Tegan oh, is then... Tra- yeah, oh boy. She's then <laughs> transported into a black zone. Yep. Where she sees Lou Beale from EastEnders <laughs> playing drafts with some old git. Yeah. For no reason. And but don't a, worry, because soon after that... To be? Mm. <laughs> oh, so then Todd, we cut back to Todd, who shows the doctor the prisoners. He says, yeah. She says they're totally silent, though yes. they have double helix necklaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also points out that there are no predatory animals on Divaloka, and the yes. kinder are telepathic. Their, their plan is, the, 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 the dome people, their plan is that the mothership will come back in six seasons and if they survive, they will begin colonisation. There you go, six seasons in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Back in the that. days where Doctor Who could look forward to six seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say you wouldn't got that line in McCoy's era. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nanoseconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so then uh, Hindle is starting to act up a bit. He's really not yeah. happy that Todd's talking to the doctor and yeah. eating an apple because you're not allowed to eat any fruit. That's, yeah, that's something that isn't referred to again. That's no, that's, yeah. no. And <laughs> then Sanders wants to see them. And when they go, mm. he, he says Sanders wants to see you. When they leave, Hindle smashes up the lab. Classic. A lab which has lots of like phone uh, phone flexes, oh. um, like from a landline. It's a, it's an oddly designed I'm, thing. Yeah, I was presuming they were just d- trying to get early Wi-Fi installed on a BT thing. I think <laughs> on that planet. Ernie yeah, Wise yeah. is still waiting to speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there, Hindle? Yeah. And Ernie, Ernie Wise appears in Tegan's LSD dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might as well have done. Can you see yeah. the join? Can you see the join? <laughs> Would it have made more sense than Reg from the Bill? That yeah. is the question. I mean, this is the only Doctor Who story what Ernie Wise wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I kind of like hmm. the juxtaposition between the jungle and then this insane mind palace mania of the Mara. Because it, it's yeah. like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But it is no. really unnervingly upsetting. Mm, well, she bumps into the Mara, who's played by Reg Hollis from The Bill. Yeah. I think Making he's really menacing. Bill. Yeah, he he's is. He's great. He's mm. really good. He's Doesn't really... in this story. No, no, not at all. But he's horribly <laughs> menacing. It's like it's like someone's put a skinhead in a Harley Quinn suit. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's going mm. on? He's kind of interrogating her, and then he says, you will agree to being me sooner or later, this side of madness or the other. What? Yeah. <laughs> not quite sure what that means. No. Um... I see what it reminds me of. You, you just expect um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the, it's going to be Total Eclipse of the Heart, isn't it? That's what oh it yeah, like Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Bonnie Tyler. Turn around. I mean, you wouldn't Mara. be surprised if, if Reg Hollis <laughs> took off and floated away. <laughs> like those weird boys. Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, Sanders has said, well, "I'm going to go into the jungle in the Total Survival toilet." Yeah. And Hindle, you're in charge. Mm-hmm. So Hindle sits with the two hostages and looks a bit mad at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the bloke who's talking to Tegan, who's who's called Duca. Yes. Oh yeah. He he then shows Tegan herself. Another well, Tegan emerges. Isn't it the idea that the Mara gets its kicks and playing with people and and having fun with their emotional state? 
so that's what the Mara is doing at, at this point. It, it takes delicious. Um, it, it feeds off people's befuddlement. Apparently, I, I don't know. Which, like, if you if you sort of got to know Tegan as a character, like all we know about Tegan, if you wanted to like mine her insecurities, all she wants to do is get back to Heathrow. Yeah. So yeah. like that is her one abiding character trait. So. You know, if this was a character where you sort of knew, oh, I know about this, but she's secretly scared about this, or this mm. is her secret thing, but you sort of don't know anything, so they end up just going, oh, I don't know, you're just sort of scared of yourself or something, or just the dark or yeah. whatever. It's mm. so odd. And, and then <laughs> she's presented with herself. One is real. He says, one is real and one is an illusion, and you ask, work out which is which, and she'll be like, mm. well, I'm me. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's just turned up, so it's, it's me. I'm seeing yeah. double. Four Tegans. This is the, is this the easiest episode. <laughs> Easiest episode of the Crypt and Fact ever. Yeah. <laughs> one of these Tegans always lies, and the other one fucking moans about getting back to Heathrow every yeah. two seconds. Yeah, oh. that's Tegan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Doctor, Todd, and Adric are all arrested because Hindle's now in charge and fully mad. He goes. Yes. I, I don't have any siblings, but I'd imagine that, that bit where it, when your parents leave two siblings alone and the older one is left in charge, mm. it's that same energy of just like <laughs> I have power of life and death over all of you. Um, he really goes for it. Immediately becomes a despot, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he, he arms the two kinders that they've got hostage, which seems like a bold move. But then he's he's tricking them, isn't he? Because he's showing them a mirror which they think they are trapped in. Their yes. souls are trapped in. Yeah, but it's yeah, the yeah. kinder that are sort of controlling him, isn't it? That's yeah. the that's mm. the idea. But it's not. No, so he's sort of gone Colonel Kurtz, hasn't he? Is that yeah. sort of the idea? Yes, that, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Sanders has gone out in his portable toilet. Yeah, and he bumps into a lady called Panna. Now, Tom, when we first <laughs> talked about doing kinder, yeah, you told me when I was a kid, I was a woman in it who I thought was a puppet. Yeah, but... I can totally see what you're coming from. <laughs> oh, thank God! Okay, she looks like one of something out the Dark Crystal. <laughs> she does. I think it's because because she's playing. A, I don't know if she is blind or if she's just playing a blind woman. But um, she plays it really well. Hmm. She does. She really does. But because her eyes don't focus, it's got that slight puppet energy. Yeah, yeah. just like never making eye contact. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was off-putting when she started going. Also, it doesn't. It doesn't help that she does. She does look a little bit like a zombie's testicle. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a bit. Right. Yeah. yeah, she's a very. She's yeah. She plays it very well. But yeah, she's a, she's a, a very sort of characterful face she's got there. Well, yes, definitely. Neris Hughes, or was it Brownlow? One of the two in the documentary mm. said that uh, the actress lived in Switzerland. Oh right. And ah. was very uh, Shakespearean actor, but she was very. Um, Neris Hughes said she was very butch. Oh. I don't know if that's a shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> but she built her own house on a hill in Switzerland. Whoa. Oh, God. Wow. Kevin yeah. MacLeod would have been up there checking yeah. out her... Uh... Yeah, that's wow. t- t- two bankers from Norwich <laughs> want to buy it. <laughs> oh, no. Kev- Kevin would have been doing one of his going into going into a commercial break and being a bit snarky about it. <laughs> right behind him, realised what was going on and smacked him over the head with a cuckoo clopper or something. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's all been going well, and the the insulation of the roof is okay. But she does look like she's made of animatronics, so that is going to be a problem. <laughs> come be a winter. tough sell. She's going to be. Yeah. Near, she's going to be near at least have to be near at least four puppeteers at one time. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely fine, but she does sleep in a case. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Yasmin Akram. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry. 
a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then we meet... Anyway, she's brilliantly looking. Yeah. And no, she's, really she's so good. And, she, and she's she's plays so good. It, she plays her part really well as well. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. And she's but got yeah, like I a do. little child assistant. Not child, but you know, a younger assistant. Yeah, who yeah, doesn't play her part as well. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Doctor is being tortured by being locked up with Adric, who's doing magic tricks. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, can you imagine anything worse? Yeah. While Hindle kind of looks at them through a little telly, looking really angry all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love him on his little telly. Yeah. <laughs> he looks uh, furious. Uh, and he's mad as fuck, basically, and yeah. shouting at the Kindus who can't talk. <laughs> um, and yeah, Adric's doing this trick with, he's trying to do a trick with a coin, isn't he? Yeah. Which comes back later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but no me- great effect though does it no doesn't actually work does it? No, no it doesn't uh, Sanders meanwhile uh, is, t- is in his toilet still <laughs> and, and the, the, the kinder lady hmm. shows him a wooden box yeah and he opens it and it makes him go orange yeah. <laughs> once again we're back it's, it's compo it's compo and his matchbox isn't it it's yeah. the same <laughs> it's all he's finally got the kinder surprise isn't he yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bike yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even get the chocolate. Yeah. Uh so then he goes back um the kinders arrive and let the doctor out of the jail and Hindle yes. tells yeah. tells them to be sensible. Mm. Uh, and Tegan meanwhile, she's still fucking about in the dark. Yeah. She's, she's still in she's still in Chessington World of Misadventures. Mm. Yeah. Just having just having the just what? What? What is <laughs> happening what? with her? Going what is it meant on? to represent? What is she, you know? What yeah. is any of it? No, such a fella. Yeah. Uh, then when we cut back to Hindle, he's now like two hundred percent fucking mad. Yeah, and, and he's babbling about germs and how he's onto the Doctor mm. and how he's decided he's going to destroy the jungle as he views it as a threat. Yeah, yes. and he's going to destroy the parameter with acid and fire. Mm, but Todd reminds him that the mothership doesn't return for six seasons, so they will be killing themselves. True. Now, I would say at this point, Simon Rouse is, he's taking some big performance swings and I think they mostly yeah. pay off. I think he's great. Yeah. I yeah. think it's yeah. great because um, he, his zero to angry is great, but then later on he descends into a sort of bol- bo- very bolshy child mm. and that's when yes. it's just brilliant. You're like, oh, he really is just unravelling. Um, yeah. And I think he, he does set that tone 
really well. It, yeah. it really pays off later when Sanders comes back and is equal and is sort of the opposite scale of Matt. Yes, yeah. And yeah, they play yeah, well yeah, off yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the doctor asks him why he wants to destroy it. He says, why do you think plants are hostile? And he says, because they are. <laughs> Can't really fault that. Yeah. Yep, that's that explained. Hmm. But Adric plays along. He says, yes, you're right. I want mm. to help you do this. Uh, yeah. So then we come back to Tegan, who's talking to herself about ice cream. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> in, the wor- in the worst Cornetto I've ever yeah. made. <laughs> Just one Tegan. <laughs> Leave it to me. <laughs> she wants to get to Heathrow. Fucking let her go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So then uh, Adric tells Hindle that he goes, look, there's something over there. And Hindle's <laughs> like, where? Where? And he takes a key. Hmm. And then the Tegan, we cut back to her, there's now mm. ten of her. Yep. Then they become one. <laughs> ten become one. Be wise, <laughs> put it on, baby. <laughs> so now Adric, Adric brings the doctor food and tells, uh, tells him that fire and acid are being prepared. Oh yeah, and Kindle and Hindle catches him giving the doctor a key <laughs> because it's because that trick they've done it's not oh. subtle at all. No, and it's it's obvious what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he's doing the magic trick again, but with a yeah. key, and yeah. he literally hands it to him. The doctor literally takes it, then puts it in his pocket, and you can mm. see it all happen. Isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not exactly pen and fucking teller, is it? <laughs> no, it's more yeah. Martin Daniels. Yeah, and I, like, I like I like during the scene where food is given, Adric scoffs the lot. Two big yeah, bowls yeah, yeah. of like fruit paste <laughs> or something. Mm. You don't need the Mars magician to go, now what you might not have seen there. Adric (laughs) secretly had... (laughs) Goes, here's the key, Doctor! (laughs) The glamorous assistant? Well, that's just distraction. (laughs) (laughs) Ten Tegans. (laughs) (laughs) The glamorous assistant. That sounds like a two Ronnie sketch. (laughs) No, I said ten Tegans. I said ten ten (laughs) Tegans. Guns this for is, tea. What? Peter Egan in a tent. This is... <laughs> <laughs> like that's a thing you can buy. In a yeah. I'd um, buy Peter Egan in a tent. Yeah. I'll have um, I'll have a dozen uh, dozen bananas, please. A uh, couple of tins of peas. Oh, do you have um, Peter Egan in a tent? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, sir. Yes. Mm. No, it's just the way my trousers rock. <laughs> <laughs> So then Reg Hollis, uh, <laughs> he will be Tegan, and a snake crawls up from his arm to hers. Yep. Yeah, um, in quite possibly one of the worst special effects ever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's not great, the, is it? But the music's really good. The, it's really horrible, like jarry music. Mm. And Janet Fielding, after this, when she's possessed, I, I think she's doing a good job. I think she's, she's great, isn't it. she? Yeah. She's sup- she becomes super sexy and super malicious. Apparently yeah. there was more sexy stuff she did. Oh. But they cut it out because oh. they were worried about it being too, you know, raunchy for a sa- for a Monday night. <laughs> really, yeah. ten to seven on a Monday, yeah. awful. Oh, Doris, I'm just gonna go. What's got through? Five minutes later, back in the bedroom. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the way they've done to show you that it's actually Reg Hollis because he's got. <laughs> they've, they've given him some sort of um, stuff to drink where his mouth goes red, like at the dentist's. Yeah. yeah so when yeah, she yeah. comes into the real world, they've got the same thing going on when she opens her mouth, it's all red. 
and yes. her hair's been slightly backcombed. Mm. Yes, and yeah. she has to work. Yeah. Uh, she has to work behind the, uh, the the desk at Sun Hill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and later become a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then then Hendel at this point has gone triple mad because Sanders has come back, and no, they yeah. weren't expecting him to come back because no one ever does. Mm. Uh, but he comes back, and then Sanders is very different. You know, he's very calm. Yeah. Smiley. And, yeah, and he brings Hindle a present, which is a strange wooden box called the Box of Jana. Which, when opened, cleared his mind and left him a more contented and enlightened person. I like it. But Hindle's so, like, I'm not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> it all goes a bit uh, seven, doesn't it? With the like, what's in the box? Yeah. Mm. yeah. But then Hindle <laughs> carries on saying, well, I'm in charge. And then Sanders says, oh, as you like, you know best. <laughs> I'm all befuddled. Yeah. Oh. So meanwhile, though, but, but Reg, mm. Reg Teagan is <laughs> dropping apples on Adrian Mills from that life. <laughs> it killed me. I, I saw this kinder bloke and I thought where yeah. do I know him from and I looked at him and I was like fucking hell it's Adrian Mills from That's Life yeah I didn't know he, he was, was an actor he was probably there to do a report yeah <laughs> yeah. some of these apples look like testicles <laughs> and as a sidebar it makes it a lot our job a lot easier that like because all the kinder are played by uh, I think they're all played by Caucasian actors mm-hmm. so there isn't a it doesn't get icky into you know obviously the sort of treatment of them is, is slightly sort of the, the mystical and all that stuff is being mm. but overall it, it doesn't have that sort of slightly queasy um, thing that it could do if they decided mm. you know to I don't know that they're all going to be I guess it's like a Polynesian element with like this the sort of dresses yeah you know, the way they dress but they sort of didn't lean that way which probably is best I don't know yeah but mm. the, so Reg Teagan grabs <laughs> grabs the kind of Adrian Mills from that's life yeah and transfers the snake to him as it were Mm. <laughs> and then he Adrian Mills from That's Life is now Reg Hollis from The Bill <laughs> and he runs off laughing he does it's almost at like the end of this you just want to turn to the side and go Doc yeah. <laughs> like it's a That's Life report yeah. <laughs> oh my god Goodness. Uh, so then Sanders still has the box and yeah. wants to show it to T- uh, Hindle, but Hindle makes the doctor open it in a cage. Yeah, you yes. open it and he's watching via his TV again. Mm. Yeah. And the doctor and uh, Adric, oh no, Todd, sorry, mm. they, the toy jumps out. Yeah. Uh, but then they see a vision <gasps> from Panna, the old lady, yeah. and Car- Karuna, her young ward. Mm-hmm. And they basically say, "Come to our cave." <laughs> well, also, you be, uh, the opening of the box is the end of episode two, isn't it? That's the yeah. that's the sting. Because yeah. as, as as they open the box, Neris Hughes screams perfectly in tune with the sting. Mm. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> it's really good. I like that. Bit. Yeah, it's very good. So then, um, Doctor and Todd slip away into the jungle because it's all confusion. Yes, yeah. and they encounter Lee Corns as a shit jester. <laughs> It's dickhead oh. from bottom. It's dickhead from bottom. Yeah. <laughs> if there's if if there's ne- if there's now an excuse to actually go, do you know do you know what, son? Is you're absolutely right about this indigenous people is when mm. you meet this fucking arsehole. Yeah. You're like, wipe them out now. If mm. they have to put, I, I'm doing a kindness. You they yeah. shouldn't have to put up with that as entertainment. I kept thinking, imagine if this was McCoy meeting him, he'd be joining in and doing backflips and oh my god, god. Yeah. yeah, his arse so would be out, would be a banana hanging out the end. <laughs> <laughs> with a pair of glasses on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a pair of plums underneath 
No, I love, I, I think Lee Corns is sort of has this weird thing because he sort of pervades all of like late 80s, early 90s yes. comedy, yes. doesn't he? He's in yeah. everything. And he was in Grange um, Hill as well. He was in Grange Hill as yeah. a physics teacher. Yeah. Um, he also wrote a Channel 4, a, a short-lived Channel 4 series called Gophers, um, which oh. I, I remember fondly, which is all people with like animatronic heads and was very weird. Oh. Um, so like, I, I kind of have a fondness for him because um, he sort of turns up in loads of stuff. He's in Red Dwarf as well. In the young um, ones. He is in the young ones. He's like a peasant, isn't he? In yeah, the yes, Jester. Yeah. <laughs> Whistling on a Tuesday, Jester. <laughs> oh, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not good, good he's in great. this, though. He's not good yeah. in this, no. no. <laughs> no. Uh, so the Doctor shows him his magic trick, and they're like, ooh. ooh. So then Aris, who is Adrian Mills from That's Life, <laughs> he arrives and says they are to be seized. Yes. And a group of kinder... Um, wanting to, they want to fulfill a tribal prophecy that when the not we come, mm. one will arise from uh, from among we. Right. Does he mean urine? <laughs> That's what. The, yes, he does. The, the, yeah. I call urine. Yeah. Hmm. When the when the not we come, that is the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the two the options. Not, not yeah. we come. Yeah. <laughs> also, also at this stage, the doctor still hasn't realised that he hasn't seen Tegan in two fucking days. <laughs> Last scene, laying underneath a crystal glockage spiel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not worried about that. Well, he keeps saying I'm worried about my friend, but he's not really, is he? No. Not that worried. No, he wouldn't be. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Hindle announces phase 5B, which I'm guessing is a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to play a game with measuring. If I was Hatrick, I'd be like, yeah, I didn't go to this kind of school, so I'm not really into this. <laughs> This kind of thing, uh, but I'm, sorry, yeah. I went to a comp. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not judging you. Um, mm. I, I never went to boarding school, sir. So, um, so yeah. then Karuna um, finds the Doctor and Todd and takes them to meet Panna mm. in the cave from the Vision. Um, and the wise woman uh, realizes the danger of the situation. Now, Aris has a voice, <gasps> and then she calls the Doctor. You are an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps well, referring to him as idiot. the idiot yeah. yeah, and she puts him in a trance-like state and reveals that Mara has gained dom- um, dominion on Devaloka and then she starts talking about the great wheel which turns civilizations as turns a civilization's rise and fall has mm. turned again and the hour is near when chaos will reign stay where you are with the idiot she says <laughs> and then to this vision where he says mm. I am Arius hear me speak mm. and you see Panna get killed and the jester gets killed Oh, yeah. If only. Yeah, but he doesn't. No. <laughs> no. I don't know why we're seeing this. <laughs> this, uh, this vision of brutality. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. I saw a jester die. <laughs> I saw a street entertainer not go down well in front yeah. of a mixed crowd. <laughs> Good God. Oh, the horror of it all. It's the Roy Batty speech from the end of Blade Runner, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen street entertainers falling over near a fire. Yeah. <laughs> off the shoulder of Orion. An Australian woman talked to herself <laughs> ten times. A plastic wind S- chime. Snakes exchange between consenting partners. <laughs> that still happens now, Roy. No, not a lot like that. Oh. Uh, so the doctor points out <clears throat> the snake tattoo, and he says it's the sign of the Mara, who he knows very well. Because yeah. she went on to play the Rani. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Adric tries to escape, but Sanders yeah. tells him, oh, come on, old boy, Hindle means well. Yeah. yeah. Do you think so? Yes, yes, I think so. <laughs> yes. Um, so the Mara was laughing. And mm. then the cliffhanger is, <laughs> Todd says, Doctor, I think she's dead. Oh, yeah. the, this is the old woman. <laughs> the old woman. Yeah. Cliff, you know, the music. Start of the next episode. Doctor, I think she's dead. 
lucky to be alive. That's, <laughs> that's what they should have said. Yeah. But no, she is dead. But she they don't think dead. she is at first because she just kind of sat there looking at in a, tr- in a, trance- a weird moment when they're like, actually, yeah. she's in a trance-like state. Then he mm. looks a bit closer. He's like, no, she's dead. Mm. <laughs> it's a weird choice. She got any feelings? Yeah. Um, but then uh, in, in Kinderworld, yeah. they, the, the, the girl explains that multiple fathers are shared by children just as multiple memories are held at Panna's death. Her life experience transfers to her mm. and she calls the doctor an idiot. So that's how he knows that's <laughs> her. And I think he should boot her up the ass. <laughs> I, Look, love I, did, I wouldn't kick her because she's old and blind, but you, yeah. stop calling yeah. me a fucking idiot. Fucking um, second-rate Kate Bush lookalike. Come here. (laughs) The Doctor's so arrogant, he thinks that the only reason someone will call him an idiot is because they're like the life force of someone else has transferred into him. Not because two people think he's an idiot. Hmm. I mean, let's be honest. The Doctor in this story is an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't do anything. No. No. Um, So she... um, Hindle, meanwhile, is making paper people, and I was really enjoying this. Yes, that's nice. That's a Especially nice the bit where uh, later on someone's, uh, the Doctor treads on the head. Mm. You yeah. can't put people back together! <laughs> you can't make people! He, pl- mm. he, pl- he plays it unhinged so well. It's so he good. really does. Him and Sanders having a lovely time making a paper people city <laughs> is brilliant. Yes. I mean, they. I think they, them, and also Tegan when she's being, um, uh, you know, when she's being uh, possessed. I think really sort of carry this story yeah. uh, with their yeah. performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it, finally, in this episode, the Doctor actually finds Tegan, who's been laying down now underneath the dreaming, <laughs> as they called. I mean, by all rights, she'd be covered. She should be covered in fucking leaves. Mm. Sl- slugs have gone over her face. You know, <laughs> <laughs> for fucking two days now. Wild dog humping the, her leg. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Toads, no, no, hang on, no, there's no, there's no indigenous animals. There's... Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, so the the young girl says the the doctor and Todd have to go back to the dome because yes. Aris is going to lead an attack on it, uh, and we will we will hasten the collapse of their civilization. Yeah. So they find Tegan who was asleep. And then he says, "What?" He says, "She says I had dreams." And he says, "What are they?" And she goes, "Well, they're private." Yeah. yeah, that was weird. What? <laughs> well, well, there was me and Nissa, and we were on a rocking yeah. horse. Go on, go on. Yeah, carry on, carry on. <laughs> this is all for science, isn't it, Doctor? Who? Yeah. yeah, right. No wonder he's breathing heavily all the time. Um, <laughs> so then Aris turns up with his kinder tribe, and he gets in the yeah. th- Percy Thrower's trellis. Yeah. <laughs> why does he do that? I, I don't, don't really know, know why he does I'm that. I'm guessing it's supposed happening. to be kind of like a wooden version of the machine they've seen the humans use. I don't know. Yes, I, I think so. I don't know. Mm. It serves no. no function though. No. Uh, but Tegan then explains her dream with Reg from the Bill and how she dropped apples on a native. <laughs> <laughs> and then Adric does eventually escape. Yeah. Uh, and he te- oh, god. oh god, he pilots the, the total toilet machine. Yes, he's, he can't uh, he's himself. an idiot. Because he's a yeah. fucking idiot, and, and he gets, <laughs> he gets overtaken, and he and he shoots at them. Yeah, and and Aris is wounded by it. Yeah, thanks for helping, Adric. Yeah, <laughs> and the Kinder ran away, and then the Doctor yeah. gets him out, and they find <clears throat> Adric and the um party. That they uh, sorry, Adric and all everybody else. They all go back to the dome hmm. where Hindle has now completed the laying of explosives. I have to point out as well when when Adric uh, fire accidentally fires the t- the mobile toilet. Mm. Uh, there's a little pyrotechnic that goes off uh, mm. to where that Ari- that Aris is in it, 
and there is a flame that persists on the on the wooden prop mm. and you can just see the guy from Bat's Life mm. he just keeps it he's like acting but he keeps on looking down at this flame <laughs> to make sure it isn't going to like get out of control and clearly he's like he is not enjoying himself no it's, it's suddenly going to be on Bat's Life talking about this very instant exactly. actors on, this, on a Doctor Who were put in peril this week yeah <laughs> you can just see he keeps on like he's looking at the Doctor but he keeps on just his eyes dart down to this little bit of fire that you see he doesn't want to you know it's quite near his uh, his his nethers, so I think mm. he's yeah. He's being very... <laughs> Doc would like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So they go out to the dome. The Hindles now completed explosives, which will incinerate the jungle. Um, yes. Which will, he says, will be the ultimate self-defense. Mm. And then Hindles tricked into opening the box, and the visions restore his mental balance. Thank goodness. Uh, so then Adric gaslights Tegan about how this everything is her fault. <laughs> Thanks, Adric. Yeah. Great work. <laughs> And then the doctor manages to deactivate all the explosives. Yeah. Yeah. The two enslaved kinder are freed when the mirror that they think was keeping their souls is broken. <laughs> yes. So then the doctor devises the only method of combating the Mara, mm-hmm. since evil, he says, cannot face itself. Yeah. And he organizes. Uh, yeah. He organizes the construction <laughs> of a circle of mirrors uh, in a jungle clearing. Yeah. Yep. And then Aris attacks, and they trap him in there, and they turn all the walls around, and they're all mirrors. Yeah. Except there's a massive fucking gap. Yeah, which Tegan's yeah. standing at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a, a, any sort of bad thriller ends in like a hall of mirrors, and mm. there's like yeah. a killer being like, "I'm not there. You think I'm here?" Mm. And the cops like shooting at the mirrors. It's like that, but worse. There's a good Key and Peele sketch about that. There is. Yeah, yeah. There is. That's yeah. Worth, worth googling. It uh, definitely is. So then the Mara swells to giant proportions and looks like Sammy the Snake. <laughs> <laughs> And then is uh, yeah, he basically disappears from the mm. world and goes. And back is that to the dark is that place. supposed to be the Mara's true form? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but the Mara still, I think, is asleep inside Tegan because it comes back later. Yes, it does. Yes, mm. but I, I, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> so, so the Mara's gone, okay. and, the, yeah. and everyone yeah. in the dome is sort of back to themselves. Mm. Yeah, uh, the Doctor Adric and uh, Tegan decide to leave, uh-huh. and then Todd says. Um, I'm going to go as well because it's all a bit green. Like Curse of Peladon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What well, she wishes she was in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to the TARDIS and this is like, hi, I'm fine yeah. now. Yeah. Had a lovely sleep. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think she was, as we've mentioned earlier, I've written here, she was obviously written out because they couldn't think of a story for her having this. Um, it's a bit. It's bad, isn't it? Where they, really they just they like, run out of stuff because but in a they sense they could like, have teams. saved it if they just if they just had Adric at the beginning, like, and he's all egg bound, and he has to spend <laughs> four episodes in the TARDIS <laughs> trying to have a shit. <laughs> I'd have preferred that. And then yeah. Nissa can come with them. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't have got in the chemical toilet and made it all go wrong. Why didn't we have Definitely a not. section in this where the Doctor yeah. confronts the Mara by poking his cock? Through a hedge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like painting it purple with a little face on it, saying, Mara, it's me, your brother, Tara. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, hi, Tara. Mm. Stop, stop being horrible to everybody and go away. Yeah, you're right. I probably should. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there's a risk that Tegan could think it was a snake and hit it with a rake and now it's only six foot four. 
Oh, but if you are a, um, a masochist, um, yeah. you, if you've got the Blu-ray of this season, you can turn on the uh, approved special effects. Excellent. And when the Mara transforms into a snake at the end, rather than looking like an inflatable penis, yeah, it's a fully realised CG snake that looks a bit better. That's good. Uh... I don't think I've seen that actually. I've got the Blu-ray, but I don't think I've switched that on. I haven't experienced the beauty of the, the mm-hmm. CGI snake. Yeah, it, it looks it looks much better. I like, gotta be honest. Mm. Uh, it doesn't good. look like it's a pantomime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there you go. That's Kinder. They, they they then go off at the end to what's the next? What's the adventure after this? <laughs> this oh, is goodness. brilliant because no no just after this we've already covered it. Um, so <laughs> T- let put yourself in Tegan's poor road shoes. <laughs> She's had two days now of being lost in the woods and mind bothered and taken over and just <laughs> gone through hell. Straight after this, it's the visitation oh. where she meets <laughs> the guys who immediately take her over in the mind and force her into slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rodriguez. <laughs> this is the same series of Black Orchid, then, isn't it? A yes. Black Orchid straight after that, yeah. Oh, wow. oh my god! No wonder she wants to fucking get back to Heathrow. <laughs> she gets to have a to dance jump in, Orchid, to jump yeah. in front of the nearest plane. I'd imagine. <laughs> if only she would. Yeah. Even when she gets to go, she fucking comes back. So shut <laughs> up. Yes, that is true. So shut up, Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah so there on. you go. That's Kinder. Um, so in terms of how are we going to score this? <laughs> What's out? Of, I mean, my favourite person in the whole thing is uh, is Dickhead from uh, from Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so shit jesters. Shit jesters. All right. All right. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give this Hmm. 50 shit jesters. (laughs) That's fair enough. Because although people tell me it's a good story, I don't think it is. (laughs) Um, And and I've seen this through the prism of of watching City of Death and Peladon. So it Mm -hmm. just feels like a tiny, tiny midget. Yeah, uh, the world's tallest man competition. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a bit, Clumsy it's like and awkward. Wa- it's like watching Ronnie Corbett arm wrestle Jeff Capes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It just it just doesn't hang together for me. And the the, the performance of Hindle's great and Neris Hughes is fun. Yeah. But everything else is a bit I'm um, Richard Todd I enjoyed. But everything yes. else is just a bit workmanlike and I didn't enjoy it very much. So fifty. Fifty. Okay. Paul. Okay. Um I always used to think in my memory that this was brilliant. <laughs> um it's 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 not. But there's something about... It's the tone of it that I kind of like more than anything. The story maketh a no sense. Yeah. The Mara makes a no sense. And you're hoping, <laughs> well, maybe later on in Snake Dance that will pay off. No. So um, I don't know what the Mara is, what it wants to do. I don't really know what the race of kinder people do and what they are. I don't really know no. why people go mad and then not present boxes I just don't know it's all these weird disparate little things that just cannot hang together as a whole mm. yeah it's strangely compelling and odd and I think it to me which you've just touched on as well John is it, to me it's all worth it for watching Hindle mm. his performance yes. is yeah. carries yeah. the whole thing um, the Doctor doesn't really even need to be in no. these four episodes <laughs> he does nothing um, Adric doesn't need to be in Doctor Who ever. Um, um, Tegan doesn't know what to do, and Nissa's having a kip. Yeah. So it's just yeah. a very odd, disparate hanging of ideas that don't 
payoff. There's no resolution apart from it's gone now, but it's not gone. It might come back. We don't know. What was it? We don't know. Why is it a snake and then lives in people's heads and, and it feeds off mischief? Yeah, that's what it does. Um, sure. Um, it, uh, what? It just it just makes no sense. But there's something I like. I just like the odd, weird lurches in tone of it. I'm going to give it 65 shit tumbling. 65. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, Good things about it. I do. I love the um, the Colonel Kurtz madness. I think mm. that's really fun. I think the realization of the forest completely in a studio is very impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I um, I think the performances are very good. It feels very much like a, a show of two halves. You've got the Kinder stuff, which I think is realized not as well, and then the stuff happening inside the dome, which I think is very is very good, mm. but could maybe if you know I'm not I'm not sure the two sort of marry up. Uh, that well and then also you've got the kind of the tegan stuff which is atmospheric but doesn't really go anywhere like reg hollis from the bill doesn't uh, doesn't appear again he sort (coughs) of uh you know and uh, you sort of want him at some point to get a comeuppance or to sort of yes i wonder if they should have stuck with the fact that it was just him Mm. yeah as an an entity that maybe gets that gets trapped in the mirrors and has to face himself and then maybe turns into uh, i don't know something like that Mm. the idea that it's a snake alien that feeds off thingy that might appear as different people sometimes eastender eastenders characters or characters in the bill it just what (laughs) yeah and he's scary he's really put you know he's a good actor frightening yeah yeah so so there's like there's good and bad elements i overall i think the good outweighs the bad and i I think i'm gonna join you did you give it a 65 65 Um, yeah i'm gonna bump it up i'm gonna say 67 i'm gonna give kinder okay meaning that's um 182 for Kinder, we're doing there. I think that's mid-table, that's fine. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's all right, yeah. Yeah. Right, correspondence. Correspondence. Hang on. So, Ben Thomas. Mm. Ah, ah. he says, (laughs) Richard Todd was the first Oscar-nominated actor to appear in Doctor Who. During (laughs) filming, Peter Davison recalls Matthew Waterhouse taking the veteran actor to one side to show him how to act. Oh, how, how no one murdered the little cunt on set is the show's greatest unresolved mystery. Oh my goodness. It's the first time where Matthew literally was the bouncing bomb. Just <laughs> out the studio. Uh, Greg Newport says Kinder is the tale of a guy flipping his shit over broken cardboard men while Davidson breathlessly tries to hold back a giant snake. <laughs> Very accurate. Yeah. Um, hang on. Uh, and Gilliard's got a picture of John Nathan Turner and he says me the 13th Duke of Nathan Turner in a room full of half naked male kinder with my reputation <laughs> uh, kinder or the Ken Campbell Roadshow does Doctor Who and I bloody love it that's Andy Elliott's thoughts oh, there. Okay. Uh, Tim Smith says kinder is the best classic Doctor Who story hmm. particularly great <laughs> when high you can't mend people, and the trees have no mercy. We do on Weezing Groaning Pod. We do not condone no, any kind of not. drug use. Thank you very much. No, no, no. Crinoid <laughs> uh, Podcast says Kinder, in which a bloke from the Bill lives rent-free in Tegan's head, <laughs> <laughs> and regrettably, no one can find a grenade to drop into Adric's motorized portaloo. <laughs> Uh, Sconos or Rise Again says I love Kinder an interesting story not an alien of the week churn Simon mm. Rouse's performance is wonderful yes yep. his descent into madness is handed, handled brilliantly no uh, over the top scenery chewing please do Nymon pretty please mm. <laughs> we'll maybe get to Nymon yeah I'm just saying anything else no oh, um, Steve Bowkett yep. he says City of Death and Kinder were two of my favourite Doctor Who stories as a child it's like the scriptwriters flipped a switch and decided it's time to treat the audience as more than undiscerning zombies and I loved it. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. 
I don't think we were quite as, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of uh, affection for that story. I'm not sure we mirrored it quite in our... No, I mean, that's why I gave it. I gave it 50 because it's not awful. It's just not amazing. Yes. But the performances in it are good. They're very fun. But the the, the problem with the story you touched on, Tom, is that, Mm. and Paul, is that everything good about it has got nothing to do with Doctor or any of his companions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a problem for Doctor (laughs) Who. Also, it's got too much of these things do this. Mm. Why? We don't know and we're never going to explain. And you go, oh, well, that's a shame. It's really hard for me to invest in it then. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. That's its big problem, Mm. Um, uh, which is a shame. But there you go. It is a shame. There we go. So that's Kinder. That was Kinder. We may we may check back in with the Mara if we if we get round to Snake Dance as well. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, the aim of this, I guess, is to is to do to them all right eventually. Oh, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so we might we might well uh, visit the Mara again. But no, I I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, mm. It's not. Yeah, I think we've had a we sort of the trio that we did uh, most recently have been so strong that it sort of pales slightly in comparison. Mm. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Um, well, there we go. Thank you very much for listening again. Please do thank keep you. sending in your comments and your pictures. I particularly wanted to thank whoever it was, and I'm sorry I've forgotten who you were, who sent us the Photoshop picture of Colin Baker as a muscle man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I enjoyed very much. <laughs> brilliant. Our voice brilliant. episode. Yeah. Uh, it made me laugh a great deal because that's exactly <laughs> what I had in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So thank you very much. And we'll be back again soon, hopefully. Uh, until then, keep following us at WheezingPod. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been John Rain. Thank you. And goodbye from me. Who's good? I, I'm Tom Nina. Thank uh, you. Uh, goodbye uh, from uh, me. Uh, 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 bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> until then, be kinder to yourself and others. Oh. <laughs> And then walking away But at least it's better Than saying goodbye Cause goodbye is the hardest Word to say So we sing Carnilingus We've had some fun Carnilingus But what's done is done Carnilingus You'll soon find someone new Who'll never say Carnilingus to you Cunnilingus me old mate.
Hi, I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. GreatBigOwl.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.